Okay, you could start whenever. Welcome back to another episode of the Born Again Again podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Joe. We're married. We used to be Christian. We left our faith. And now we love to talk about it and all of the aspects in between. Absolutely. And today we're going to talk about one of the first things that uh, got us interested in this whole journey, and that's doubt. And we wouldn't be here without doubt. So thank you, doubt, for bringing us to where we are today. But no, actually, we got this idea because for a few reasons. Um, one, our friend Sarah, who we've had on the podcast before, was just asking us really real questions. Asking about, us, Joe? <laughs> asking us what <laughs> what doubt is like as a Christian and like how you can reconcile with the doubts that you have that pop up. Um, and we kind of had a hard time answering that question now. Um, and then the other thing was that there was somebody in our Facebook group who posted uh, something similar about, about doubt, right? Yeah, and um, I think everybody's had that that kind of a conversation where you tell a relative or a friend that you're maybe going through some difficult times with your faith, or maybe you've like come out and actually been like, okay, I'm not a Christian anymore to someone that you knew really well Mm -hmm. and like gotten that response back. Oh, I've been through that time before too. I've been through dark times. I've been through times of doubt. You just have to stay strong or whatever, whatever you say. I mean, I got it from my mom. Uh, I got. I think I got it from some other people. We've got it from. I feel like almost everybody that I've told that we're no longer Christian has said like, "Oh yeah, I went. I went through periods of doubt too." And it. Blah and blah like, blah. You know. I think it's difficult, like as a person leaving their faith with, like you have, I don't know, so much conditioning or whatever that goes along with the word doubt for you to like really know why that hurts so bad. Because, but I think what we realized is it's just a very dismissive thing for someone to say. Yeah. Because it's like essentially saying you are not at the end of your journey and you're going to come back to faith or Or I know what you're feeling and like you're wrong for like stopping and concluding where you're at in a way you know it's it's just kind of like I know better than you sort of vibes yeah yeah that's not nice to hear no it's not (laughs) (laughs) um yeah but it is super common and I I can kind of see why because I think even when I was a Christian and we started having like more serious doubts towards the end of our time being Christian, I had been thinking like, oh yeah, I've had doubts before. And I I did have doubts as a Christian at times, you know, like there were times during my Christian walk, I'm doing air quotes, um, where I had doubts about things or I would feel like uh, God wasn't listening to my prayers or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it would cause me to have what I felt were doubts. And, And in those scenarios, I would do whatever I could to kind of try to take care of those doubts and get rid of the doubts and turn me back to God. Do you remember what kind of doubts they were? Uh, the main thing I could remember was just having times when I was feeling really, really frustrated that nobody was listening to my prayers. Not not that they weren't being answered necessarily, but just like I'm sitting in my room at night, like kneeling and praying, like just thinking words out into the air. And I have n- there's n- absolutely no feedback that like any of that is going anywhere, you know, Mm -hmm. like I I have no clue if God's listening and I have no idea if I'm like doing it right or maybe is God not giving me any feedback that he's there because I'm like too sinful or I I just had doubts like that. It was more, Mm -hmm. I feel like it was less doubt that God existed and it was more confusion uh, 
of like what I was doing wrong. Mm -hmm. But I think as a Christian, I probably would have said like, oh yeah, I was going through a period of doubt then, you know? Yeah, I know. I think it's like hard now, like looking back, what's the distinction between like the doubt we had while we were in it and then like basically just deciding to not be a Christian anymore? Because I feel like it it hurts when people say like that they know what I'm feeling because they don't. Like obviously because... I want to say to them, if you were in my head and you knew what I was thinking, you would come to the same conclusion right. as me. Because we're all we're all different people, and we experience life in different ways. And yeah. I think that the more like more time I'm spending like outside of, I guess, an ideology, I realize that different things work for different people. And it's like it's you need to check in with yourself and see like where you're at and if do you want to stay in like the place that you're in and only you can know that yeah absolutely but you're right i think that it is really it's like hurtful when someone who's a christian kind of hears you telling them that you're not christian anymore and they kind of just write it off with like oh yeah i had my doubts before too and the lord brought me back to him and i i think the same will happen to you mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's hard to hear that and i feel like it does it really stings because at least for me on the outside now it, it seems so clear that when they were having their doubts they weren't like doubting outside of the christian bubble mm-hmm. does that make sense like i, I kind of feel like at least when i was a christian i never my doubts never got past the assumption that god is real and that like christianity is real like if i had doubts uh i i wouldn't just explore them fully i wouldn't like set down my christian beliefs and christian ideologies and fully explore my doubts it was more like i would hang on tightly to my christian ideologies and i would look for any kind of information or any kind of books or like sermons or whatever that would help dispel my doubts and turn me back to God, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not, it's not like I was actually exploring my doubts. I was just like trying to squash them as fast as I could. That mm-hmm. That's what doubting and exploring my doubts meant as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And like, it kind of makes sense. Cause I mean, I doubt it was like sin, right? Well, yeah, we talked about that. Like you can't, you can't explore your doubts fully when you, when you start out thinking your doubt is bad. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. then you're just trying to get rid of it. It's like a hot potato. You're just trying, <laughs> you need to throw it. Yeah. Like, so like you're in a way you want to do anything you can to get rid of it. Right. And, and like when you start with the assumption that your doubt is bad, it's kind of also saying that like your doubts bad because it's a sin to question this ideology you're in, meaning your ideology should not be questioned, meaning your ideology is correct and you need to stay in it and yeah. all of that. And it's like, I think it's kind of a scary thing. I I read this thing today on Reddit, actually, that was like, if you have doubt, like doubt, your doubt is like based in, in fear, like that God's like not going to like uphold Which? what he said or whatever. And I was thinking that like having doubt and not like, like fully exploring it is out of fear, out of fear of like going to hell or like leaving a closed system yeah leaving the system you're in and i feel like when you're in a system that doesn't allow for you to question we talked about it about four but it's like that it just seems like a, a red flag yeah you know absolutely. like you should be able to question or like at least ask questions and get sufficient answers in any kind of like 
group that you're in or any kind of like relationship or anything like that. Yeah, I would hope that my like worldview and ideology that I live by would allow me the freedom of like listening to my own impulses. You know, mm. that was the other thing I was just thinking about is that doubt is a very subconscious, like natural impulse, at least for me. I mean, if I like have doubts about something, it's something that kind of just like bubbles up into my consciousness. And it's like, oh, hey, red flag just popped up. Like I didn't tell that red flag to pop up. It kind of just did on its own. And that's like my subconscious talking to me. You know, that's my gut speaking. Mm -hmm. And as a Christian, I did everything I could to squash my gut, <laughs> like squash my subconscious, Yeah. not only in regards to doubt, but like, especially in regards to doubt, because anytime those things pop up, I would just think like, oh, that's the devil. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I would, I didn't consider it my own subconscious. I can thought like, that's the devil trying to talk mm -hmm. to me. So I want to get rid of that as fast as possible. But why does it have to be the devil? Just because like the answer is because it's against what you think is true. Yeah. But so whenever you decide something is true, anybody who says anything against it is the devil. I mean, that's what I believe. No, I know. You know? But just when it's you think crazy. about it, when you just think about it. Like, you have to allow people to speak something differently into your life yeah. in any area and try to take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. And you have to be like, that's not the devil, it's just someone else's opinion. Yeah. You know and what like, I mean? And, like, how strong is your religion if you, like, can't listen to outside influence, you know? And I feel like in Christianity, I, I couldn't. I was closed off to mm -hmm. outside influence or anything that might cause me to doubt. I would, like, try to reject that. And push it away it's just very closed i mean well, obviously we talked about it mm -hmm. all the time but like yeah i'm i'm kind of starting to see like doubt now in the rest of my life i see it as a good thing or uh, if not a good thing it's at least a neutral thing and it's an indication of my subconscious kind of giving me a red flag trying to tell me like hey something's a little fishy here mm -hmm. and now yeah i like i want to cultivate that i want to listen to that and i want to be really in touch with that part of my psyche as opposed to just immediately like turning my back on it and being like, whoa, subconscious, you're wrong. That's the devil speaking. Let's let's push that away and get rid of that. Mm -hmm. It's just it's bizarre how it it's, feels like everything, like all these natural processes like doubt and our intuition and stuff are so demonized, like literally demonized yes. by the religion that it, it's crazy. Yeah, you're so, I'm like so disconnected from my own intuition. And yeah, that's weird. It's weird that that's how we lived for so long. Mm -hmm. I was trying to go back and figure out what, like, what's the difference between maybe like our doubts back then and like the doubt that, that led us here. Yeah. Like what's the drop off point and how far do you need to go before you like fall off the edge into, I don't know, not being Christian anymore. And <laughs> I, you know, cause it, it is, it did feel different. And Sarah like an asked edge. us, what's the difference between like just doubt and deconstruction? Yeah. And I had no idea. But I, I mean, I kind of like assumed it was just allowing yourself to fall off the edge and ready to take any result you get. Yeah. Like kind of like falling, like I'm picturing like falling out into a crowd of like both sides and like kind of just being like, all right, I'm okay accepting whatever my like brain come like yeah. conclusion comes to you know what i mean like surrendering to logic surrendering almost, you know 
oh, I don't even want to say that, but just like surrendering to yourself, yeah, surrendering to your gut to yeah. be like, okay, well, I'm gonna like, it's up to you. Like you decide. Only you can decide. And I'm and I'm gonna take <laughs> that answer, like the answer my subconscious gives me of which one feels best. I'm gonna go with that. I don't think that was a conscious decision. No. For us. Well, like, I mean, to, it kind of was. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but it wasn't. It was like. It was like, I can't, I have these doubts and they're like so strong that it's like paralyzing everything else this time that I like need to, I can't just be reading Christian material. I have to see like if there's more and I have to like be willing to accept that like maybe I was wrong my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I read this thing. um, It kind of was, it kind of goes along with what we were talking about with the devil um, talking to you, like when you have doubt, but I read it on Reddit. I was trying to research like what people feel when they when they uh feel doubts within christianity and this person said it's on the christianity subreddit yes oh okay they said why am i struggling so much with doubt the closer i draw to god and the more i try to get to know jesus the more doubt floods my mind my logical brain keeps trying to talk my own self out of my faith i get close and then run the other direction how do you sustain your faith and quell the doubt I feel like I'm being assaulted by the enemy. I suppose I should be happy about that because the devil doesn't go after the ones he's not afraid of losing. Whoa. I've said that before. I know. So have I. Whoa. Well, let me just go back to the part where it says my logical brain keeps trying to talk my own self out of my faith. And I feel like the implication there is your logical brain is bad. Yeah. You know, like just the way it's mm-hmm. said. And it's we've said it before. And I, I feel like even now it's hard to like really feel that it's like okay to be logical Mm -hmm. and it's okay to like decide like just using like facts or like knowledge or like reading books and like making a decision yeah because for so long it was only like always like if you decide on your own based on like what you read and knowledge and like your brain like it's sinful so like you won't make a good decision yeah you know and I feel like it's such a subtle topic, but it's like this person is like, I'm using logic and it makes me want to run, f- run away. And like we have one camp of people are like, run, like your logic, you, there's something in you that's telling you that yeah, something's off. Like, trust trust that. it. Yeah. And then there's another camp that you grew up with your whole life. That's like, definitely do not trust that. That is like the devil. It's worldly and everything. And so as a person, it's incredibly conflicting Yeah. because like, what do you who do you listen to what do you do it's just like even if you want to like be logical there's always going to be like something i think in your body that's like hey like remember when you learned logic was sinful Mm -hmm. like because i still have it you know i still have like if i if i say i want to love myself or i want to trust in myself and trust my own intuition there's a part of me that's like oh uh oh like that's kind of bad like that's corny like Mm -hmm. that's like wishy-washy that's from the world you know like you shouldn't do those things but then obviously there's like a new part of me that's like hey isn't that helping you now (laughs) (laughs) isn't that good for you right now now. like aren't you enjoying your life and like able to make better decisions and all of that but uh so i feel that really struck me when i saw the person say that and then talking about the enemy at the end and how the devil doesn't want to go after he wouldn't go after someone he's like 
worried about or it's, not worried about <laughs> i mean it's the perfect trap because like the more you start doubting then your christian peers are going to be like oh you know what you actually should be encouraged by this mm-hmm. because it means that the devil is going after you and the devil only goes after the strongest christians mm-hmm. who god's going to use the most so make sure you turn back to god and get back plugged into him because you should actually be expecting this to happen mm-hmm. it's it's like a crazy loop you know there's no way to get out i guess what i like think about when I think of that is like, what if the devil wasn't there? And what if God wasn't there? Is it possible for you to be having doubts about something on your own? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Because like, you can't just assume that anytime anything bad happens, that it's the devil. Because if you took out the devil and like, let's just say you took out the devil, Mm -hmm. bad things would happen still. And there would be times when you doubted different things, like whether it's like a huge ideology or whatever. But like, I think I feel like that's the kind of stuff that always brings me back to like a grounded place of like, okay, if there, if there was no God and if there was no devil, like, would I still like have times when I like felt low or had a lull or like doubted anything? And and the, and the answer to that is yes, of course. Yeah. Right. And I, I feel like when you take a look at that, it's, it's hard to say, okay, how do you know in this moment that a devil is making you doubt? And how do you know that it's not just like your own intuition telling you to get out? Totally. I feel like that's like part of the like torture that it is to be a Christian is that you are constantly having to answer that question for yourself mm-hmm. and constantly trying to decide, is this me? Is this a good idea? Or is this the devil like trying to trick me mm-hmm. or whatever? And the thing that complicates it even further is that not only do as a Christian, did I believe that the devil could like influence me and influence my life? I thought that I was like literally like had the devil in my flesh, you know, like mm. from the time I was a baby, I oh, like yeah. was partially devil, partially you know? Obsessed. And so like, I, of course I couldn't trust my intuition. But the thing that's the, the most crazy to me is that like, we were reading some other Reddit threads today. And actually, Katie, you read that one. Um, I don't remember what it was about, but it was on the Christianity subreddit. Mm-hmm. And you were saying it actually brought up like some feelings for you like Mm -hmm. oh like it's these people sound so confident when they're answering Mm -hmm. like where does that come from like it kind of made you feel weird right i don't know about you guys but like i feel still like a little bit of fear always i think because of how like black and white christianity is you're like always scared that you've like made the wrong move Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i'll ever like really get over that but i'm like it's really hard for me to be confident in myself because i was like felt like i was tricked for so long but i get like scared that i think that now when i see confidence i feel like i don't understand how people i guess can have that have that confidence because i want to like be so open about everything and it really confuses me but um yeah so you were saying like the or it was a post that was about a christian who was posting saying hey i'm struggling with all of these doubts fellow christians how would you address Mm -hmm. these and so the answers to that we had i had a real like striking realization when i was reading through all the answers that these other christians were giving to the original poster who was having doubts And I realized that as a Christian, when you're trying to deal, when you're trying to answer the questions of doubt, like for instance, why do, why does bad things happen to people? Like why does evil happen in the world if God exists and all of that? All of the answers that I've ever heard from the Christian perspective are always kind of from within the Christian box. Like all of the people who are answering, trying to comfort this Christian 
we're starting off with the assumption that God exists, that Christianity is real, that he created the earth and everything in and it. And that the Bible is true. And that the Bible true. is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of the place where they're they're arguing from. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the problem with that is that you can't say that you're exploring your doubts if you're only like looking if you're starting from that assumption. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're like only searching for answers from within your solidified Christian worldview you're never going to like crack out of that. You're never going to crack out of the shell, you know? You're and we're kind not of stuck saying that's what we want anyone to do, but we like, I think that's like so important. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like you can't claim to have explored your doubts before mm-hmm. as a Christian if you've only ever like gotten your answers from other Christian people or Christian books that helped you solve your questions. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't work like that because you're not actually getting the whole picture. You're getting a really tiny sliver of like uh perspective on your questions and they're all obviously going to turn you straight back to christianity because mm-hmm. that's what they want to do yeah well that's what the yeah that's what they want to do and as a christian when i started having doubts that's what i wanted to happen to me too mm-hmm. you know like when i had doubts i didn't i didn't actually want to explore my doubts i wanted my doubts to just go away that's what i wanted too yeah so i do whatever i could to get rid of them mm-hmm. um but yeah i i see now i can't claim have claimed to like fully explore my doubts until the very end of our Christianity when I really did explore my doubts and then stopped being Christian, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that if you just, if you start off from the place of like assuming that God is there and that the Bible is true and just taking, I guess, like finding advice and finding comfort in the Bible and God when you're having doubts, you're not, you're like having a bias. Like it's a biased exploration. Totally. You're not starting at ground zero. Mm -hmm. And I think that like I've never realized how much like how valuable that is to really start at like the at the i don't know at the the most ground zero that you can with anything that you're trying to decide you know like what um, assumptions am i bringing to this like get them out of here like what biases am i bringing here like get them out of here i mean as best as you can I, i don't think that it's possible to like get rid of like all of your biases and all of your perceptions but like it makes a better decision. Like you can judge people better. You can judge like a situation better if you just get rid of all of your biases and like preconceived notions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it helps you, I think like have a healthier way forward. Totally. And of course that's like really hard to do. And Mm -hmm. I, we can't, obviously we can't claim to not have any biases or any assumptions, you know, before we started our journey to where we are now Mm -hmm. with everything. But I do think that we're like so much more aware of how our biases impact our perceptions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it it just makes it feels a lot easier to explore this stuff when you're kind of not in a cage. Mm -hmm. The other part of that is that I really feel like in order to fully explore your doubts, you need to be like theoretically okay with either outcome, Mm -hmm. you know? So if you're exploring your doubts the whole time, you're like, man, I can't wait to be back in Christianity and like not have these doubts anymore, then you're not fully exploring them. I feel like you really need to to explore your doubts and be okay with either outcome on the other side. Like that's that's surrendering to the process, you know, mm-hmm. that's trusting your intuition and trusting your logic and all of that. But I yeah. know. If you I feel like it's so crazy, I would never see it before, but if you're like assuming that you're going to come back and like be okay like where you were at then how can that be like how can how can you have ever gone a different way i mean you say that you'll go where you're like looking kind Mm -hmm. of or like you'll 
if you have a goal and you're like looking towards it like that you'll you can end up there you know like it's more likely you're going to end up there and if you're always like looking towards the outcome that you want to happen then you're just going to end up there it's not like a true exploration yeah right of all of those feelings yeah um so yeah doubt is good <laughs> i kind of i like i enjoy when i notice doubt popping popping up in me as we like read new books and explore new ideas and things like that i'm excited now when i get that feeling of doubt pop up because i'm like hey my intuition's talking to me like something's up here and guess what i'm allowed to listen to it and i'm like allowed to explore it fully because i really i don't have any ties on either side of you know the christian atheism debate or i'm trying to be open in other areas as well you know um but yeah it's just really interesting how different it feels to be kind of free to explore that stuff as opposed to treating doubt as just a sin and something that you need to try to get rid of. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the beginning we had like, we had no idea that we were coming in with any kind of biases. Like you said, like we, we didn't know what the difference was between like how we were doubting, you know, like when we were inside Christianity mm -hmm. and then like doubting on the, on the outside and really exploring those things. Like we, I think we were just, just searching for answers you know like there wasn't yeah. any kind of plan and i feel like you can't really know that yeah when you're when you're going through that process but i've i feel like for a while i've wanted to like talk about this like how dismissive it is when other people say to you like i have experienced what you experienced and like you're gonna be okay and you're gonna go back into christianity and everything's mm -hmm. gonna be fine like i I feel so strongly now that like nobody really knows what's going on in another person's head. Yeah. And like saying that like they'll come to your conclusion is just completely like blind. Yeah. Cause right. that we have no idea what's what other people are like, how they're perceiving reality yeah. and how they're, you know, how they're having their life and what they need. Right. And I feel like, I feel like even like going back to Christianity, if someone wants to do that, because that's like what's best for them then that's totally fine i think like the problem with all of it comes when someone's like i my way is right and yeah if you will come back eventually kind yeah. of thing like yeah. you're gonna come back because you're gonna realize that i'm right right and i feel like that is so triggering <laughs> yeah right? or like and it's really painful to hear from other people totally because it completely dismisses your journey and right. what happened to you and it kind of stops the conversation and sort of makes makes it so you can't really explain yourself further yeah. or just share how you're feeling. Absolutely. I think it's also interesting um, that as a Christian, you know, we wanted to get rid of doubts as soon as possible because I feel like there I had a lot of comfort in that sense of security that like I knew, I knew the truth, mm -hmm. you know, that that's what felt best as a Christian was when I was like, I was driving with God and I had a great prayer life and all of that. And I just knew that I had the truth and something that's been kind of tough on like on the other side now as atheists is that I I still have doubts, you know, and I, I feel like I still question things and I have doubts about the origins of the universe as anyone should, but I've found it kind of difficult to live with doubt, you know, and I think like you've experienced this too, right, where I kind of, I like want to be right again, you mm -hmm. know, I want to, I want to have the answer. Mm -hmm. It was interesting reading on the Christianity subreddit and seeing some of the 
um, just reading some people talking about evolution versus creationism and stuff. And, and the Christians are saying like, well, evolution has a lot of holes in it too. Um, and the big bang bang theory has holes in it. And, and that's not, they don't have all the answers either. So how can they say that the Bible has contradictions and have a problem with that? Mm-hmm. And the, the answer to that is that nobody on the other side is claiming that evolution is perfectly figured out. And we have every one of the answers figured out. Like we have, the, the science community has doubts, and I'm saying that in quotes too, but they have like questions too. There are unanswered questions and there are things we don't know and there's things we're not sure about because we're still learning and we're trying to figure things out. But as a person who used to be Christian, it's kind of hard sometimes to live with that that like unsureness. Yeah, it's you know? not necessarily living with doubts, but it's living with unknowing. Yeah. Like and you- I mean, like as a Christian, we had all the answers like perfectly mm-hmm. rounded up and like, <laughs> we had like an answer for everything. Yeah. And I feel like that I think is the most appealing part of it. And I feel like that's why when you leave and a lot of people are talking to you about it, they're like, well, do you have an answer for this? Do you have an answer for this? See, you don't, you don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's so difficult to say anything to that because how, how can you, right. it's like a completely different, uh, I don't know, lifestyle you're living in. Yeah. Like being okay with the unknown. Yeah. And And that's tough. It is tough. And I think, though, like, you always have to come back to, if you don't know something, you can't just substitute something in. Right. And say that it's right. Yeah. Like, because, I don't know, just, like, how many times have, have, like, how many times in the past has, like, us as a society changed our mind about what things are? Yeah. You know, like, why things happen? And how great is that? So many times. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like going through this process has made me want to be more open-minded and like not really put like a hard stamp of like this is truth on anything Mm -hmm. um but it's also been like difficult because like not having that confidence that i once had is just like a different way to live your life and it's like it's kind of makes you feel a little shaky if you're not used to living like that yeah i think i still feel shaky Mm -hmm. you know I mean, when we read these like christian posts i feel like feelings come up of like doubt and a little bit of fear like oh man did i are we like, are we sure that we made the right choice? Mm-hmm. You know, that thought crosses my mind. I wouldn't say often is definitely less often now than it was when we first left Christianity. But like that thought still comes up for me regularly, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm, I have that feeling like, oh man, what, <laughs> what if Christianity is right? It's mm-hmm. almost like a fear that I'm going to like hear something new that is going to make me feel like, well, I was totally wrong. Christianity's real. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, saying that now, I, I don't think that can happen. And I've read so much stuff to like try to find that answer when I was Christian. And also when I've, since I've uh, left Christianity, I've been like trying to find a convincing Christian argument for the existence of God or whatever, any number of different topics. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, open to that and i still feel a little bit shaky about it and i don't know how long that's gonna last i don't know if i ever will have like the sense of like deep inner security that i had when i was a christian because Mm -hmm. inevitably outside of a dogmatic religion we as a society like don't have the answers to everything Mm -hmm. so i think because we had that once we're never gonna feel like we ha- I don't know, like we were conditioned to need that security or like yeah. have that security. And I feel like now living, I think we're always going to have to like live with some of that. Yeah. I, I assume that it will be better as we like go on. Mm-hmm. But like, I think there's going to be that feeling of like, 
man, like we used to have all those answers. We don't think those answers are true anymore, but like, dang, did it feel good to like have a solid like answer for everything, yeah. you know? And now that I think about it though, like there wasn't really an answer for everything because like a lot of questions you ask Christians, they can't answer. The answers so, are so stupid for yeah. so many of the questions. Yeah. They're really long and vague yeah. and they're very roundabout and very circular and they come from directly from the Bible. And if you don't believe in the Bible, then it doesn't even matter. Right. So, like, I think you need to remember <laughs> yeah. that, like, we did, I don't know, we, like, we tried to have our, our questions answered, and, like, even they don't have, they claim to have answers, but they really don't have <laughs> But answers. their answers are kind of sucky. I think that everybody, like, makes do with what they have, and they have the answers they have, and I don't know, that's all that you can, like, you can do as a person. Yeah, and I feel like the flip side of that, too, is that while it does feel a little bit insecure, like shaky to not have the answers to the questions of life, there's also so much freedom in that. I feel like I don't need to have the answers, you know, and I'm slowly kind of starting to get more comfortable living in in that space. Um, and at times it, it really does feel like freedom. Like it's okay that I don't know where everything came from. You know, that's like too much of a question to be a burden on a single mind anyways. Like it's okay that I don't know. And the cool thing about it is that I can like try out different answers. And if I want to get into some some new book or some new author's way of living for a while and try that out, then awesome. And if I want to change my mind later and say, oh, that's like not really for me. I don't think that's right and switch to something else. Then great. I can try that too. And it's cool. Like there there definitely is a sense of of like freedom and motion and fluidity that is is great. It like feels really good. Um, that I didn't have at all in Christianity mm -hmm. because it's, that's obviously like just so locked down and rigid and strict and like there's no room for movement or for changing your mind about anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, while it, it does feel a little shaky on this side, it also feels like super freeing. Um, and I feel like I'm kind of just slowly like growing into that freedom and it's starting to feel good, you know, mm -hmm. good more often than feeling scary or, or shaky or whatever. Mm -hmm. So what do you think of the difference between like having a doubt and then actually deconstructing it? Yeah. Like what's that final line? Mm -hmm. I think I kind of feel like, I mean, I'm sure there is no one right answer. Yeah. Because I'm obviously not talking about. <laughs> yeah. What I'm going to say is probably wrong, but, <laughs> but listen to me. No. Um, I, I feel like there is a certain like level of doubting that is it like steps outside of the Christian circle completely. So like for an example, um, on that Reddit post we were reading, the Christian who was having doubts was saying, hey, I, I'm having a hard time with reconciling the fact that like little kids die of disease all the time on the earth. Um, and I don't know if they go to heaven or hell or whatever, but either way, they're like dying as little kids. And I feel like a good God wouldn't do that. So that's that's a doubt the Christian was having. And the answer that the Christians were giving him were like, well, God didn't want it to be that way. But human we have a fallen nature because of like the original sin and all of that you know that's mm -hmm. the kind of that's the answer i would have given too mm -hmm. god doesn't want that to happen but like because eve sinned in the garden you know it kind of screwed us all for all mm -hmm. of time i now the, the way i see that is like that is the smallest most closed-minded way to answer that question because if you like take a couple steps back you zoom out a little bit you quickly realize that god created the system where he created Adam and Eve and he knew that Adam and Eve were going to sin and like 
curse all of mankind. Mm -hmm. So, like, regardless whether or not he wants those little kids to be dying of disease, he is the one who, like, created the system that made that happen. Mm -hmm. And either he knew that was going to happen from the beginning because he's omnipotent. Is that what it is? Uh, all it's all omniscient. It's omniscient. Yeah, he's supposed to be omniscient. So either he knew that whole thing was going to happen, which in my mind that makes him evil, because like, hey, you made a stupid system here where like everyone's going to be damned to hell except for a tiny, unknown select few, um, or he like messed up and didn't know that was going to happen, and then he's stupid, and I don't want to follow him anyways, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you can say, oh, God didn't want, doesn't want it to be like that. And it's like, well, wait, you need to step out of your bubble and realize that if what you're claiming is true, that God created all of this and that he's omniscient and omnipotent and all of that, then he's the one who like created the system where people are going to hell. He created hell. And that's like a thing, you know, mm -hmm. I, I feel like those are the types of doubts that will begin your deconstruction is when you can step like up outside of the bubble and you can look at it as like a rational logical person mm -hmm. as opposed to looking at it as a christian mm -hmm. and whether or not your deconstruction ends in you being more of a progressive christian or not i feel like those are the types of doubts that do lead to a change in faith right like a change exactly. in what you believe yeah and i feel like it does seem so different now than when we were in because i do feel like we had times of doubt inside of christianity mm -hmm. but then like they went away i don't remember how right. but they just we read didn't new feel books as or, real yeah yeah and nothing will feel as shattering as the day that i really like stepped outside of that bubble yeah it's like when you I start never to never forget it when you start to think of your think for yourself and like use your own logic in contradiction to like your christian logic mm -hmm. yeah you're right that is like a shattering time and it that first time you have those feelings and you start to feel like you're kind of like waking up to something or you're having these big like scary realizations that oh man all of this could be Fake. not real yeah not like well, i'm having doubts that god is listening to me but no it's like oh man what if god has never existed and my entire life has been a sham what like, if i only believe this because my parents taught me and their yeah. parents taught them and then their parents, their parents taught them. Taught them <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> yeah those are the types of like shattering doubts that are kind of outside of the Christian box that I feel like are really hard, would be really hard or impossible for a Christian to honestly recover from. Because once you start considering that stuff, it's like, that's what will start to unravel years of faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or not. Or not. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be, I'm really curious to hear from you guys who are listening uh, and what were your doubts like when you were Christian and what were the doubts like when you actually started to deconstruct, you know, what, mm -hmm. what was the difference? Did you feel like there was a difference? It's just really interesting. It's hard to look back sometimes, but I, because like when you're in it, you, you're not looking for like anything. You're not really looking for signs. You're not looking for, and you don't really want to think about your doubt that much because you're so terrified. So like looking back, it's like hard to know, yeah. if, you know, what were you really feeling in that moment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you have any good journal entries, yeah, let us know. Let us know. I think it's definitely worth exploring because even just the conversations we had leading up to this podcast today, I felt like were really cool and it kind of helped me to keep a good perspective on on my thought life moving forward now mm -hmm. and making sure I am open and I, if if I can like try to think outside of whatever bubbles I'm in now because I know I am in boxes and it's hard to tell like the box you put yourself in, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep questioning, like, if if your worldview is preventing you from exploring your doubts, then that should be a red flag. Mm -hmm. And I would I would encourage you to explore those doubts more deeply and don't mm -hmm. turn away from your intuition, mm -hmm. but instead, like, 
listen to it, follow it, cultivate it, love it. It's, it's like here for you. It's here for us to help us. And it's super helpful. So yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up, huh? Yeah, seems pretty good. Cool. It's a um, very bef- nebulous conversation. You think? I guess yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, it's like out. hard to talk about doubt, I realized. Yeah. Like doubt is like just a very, it's just like a crazy concept. And there's a lot of like baggage tied to the, wor- to the word, yeah. especially coming from a, like a Christian standpoint. Yeah. Never realized that one word could strike so much fear in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to make a, a new definition of doubt that makes it very positive because I think that <laughs> doubt is a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. And if it's not positive, it's at least neutral, like mm-hmm. I said, because it's just a, an awesome part of our intuition that we should learn to trust and cultivate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, before we go, I just wanted to say thank you again for everybody who's following along um, on Instagram and on our Facebook group. Facebook group has been so cool, like best community there, best conversations. If you haven't checked that out or joined the group, it's um, it's a private or secret group or whatever. Mm-hmm. So nobody... Nobody else in your, in your life your is going to know you're won't joining. See it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I wanted to say a quick thank you to uh, Tara and FTW, a couple new people who've started supporting us on Patreon. That means so much to us, um, and it's it's just really cool that you guys are all resonating with what we're sharing here. Mm-hmm. So thanks again so much, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>